Does the world really need another recruitment agency? That was the question I asked myself for two, two and a half years. And to be honest, it doesn't. But we started one anyways. And over the next 10 minutes or so, I'll walk you through that thought process as to why, even though we knew that the world probably didn't need another recruitment agency, why we started Dev Talent anyways. So anytime I get a new idea, there's always this sense of euphoria that comes over me. I feel like I've come up with the greatest idea ever. Nobody has ever done this before. This is gonna be the next Google, the next Uber. But after that euphoria wears off, actually starting the business and going forward, before I do that, I always, always take some time to cool off and try to talk myself out of it. I have probably a dozen ideas that when I thought of it was the greatest thing in the world that I just threw by the wayside after thinking about thinking about the ideas more critically. And so I tried to do the same with dev talent. And I came to the realization that if I started a recruitment agency that was software engineering focused in the niche, but I didn't bring any additional value, then there was definitely no need to start dev talent. And so I sat on the idea for almost three years. And the reason was because myself, I am not a technical person. The value in the company I was going to start came in by being a technical recruiter who's actually technical. Now, for those of you who have worked with careers out there, it seems kind of basic that a technical recruiter would have a technical background but most of them do not and that's not their fault and they chose a niche in software engineering because it's an exciting and hot market but a lot of the recruiters technical recruiters out there are MBAs or you know they weren't software engineers they don't have comm side degrees a lot of people who have comm side degrees they go on to become software engineers and VPs of engineering and CTO. So that was the big thing for me. If I was going to start the business, I needed a technical partner to make it make sense or there was no point even starting the business. So I started looking for a partner. And in the last episode, I talked about having an earlier partner where things didn't really work out the way we would have hoped. And when I decided to start thinking about this again, I went to my network first. I needed someone that had engineering leadership experience, who had hired and fired software engineers, who had interviewed hundreds, if not thousands, of developers. And... It was kind of a chance conversation because Chris was one of our customers at ClearBridge. He was a engineering manager at TD Bank at the time. He was running the iOS team. 
and we were supplying his team iOS developers. So I kind of knew Chris in passing. I wasn't covering that account myself, but obviously I knew of him and um, we connected on LinkedIn. So, you know, it was, it was a very light kind of relationship. But I have no idea why one day I decided to just ping Chris on LinkedIn and said, Hey man, what are you doing nowadays? I have this business idea. I'd love to chat with you about it. And Chris's response, I give him credit. He was very open to the conversation, but was very clear. It sounded like he'd been approached to take equity partnership or to, you know, build software for equity stake as opposed to cash. Because his response was, well, I'll hear you out and I'm willing to offer some free consulting, but I can't, you know, take any sweat equity opportunities right now. And I said, sure, no problem, Chris. No problem. Let's just talk and I'll tell you about my idea and we'll go from there. I was not expecting anything. To be honest, asking someone who was, you know, director VP level engineering to start a recruitment agency, I felt like my chances of success in doing that were probably not very good. But there's one thing that I'm pretty good at, and that's selling. And so not not saying that I sold Chris in the well, you know what? I did sell Chris in the idea. So we had a chat, and the one thing that we both agreed with was that Chris's experience working with recruiters aligned with my initial thoughts of, hey, if we start a technical recruitment agency with people who have a software engineering background, we can win. And Chris was like, this is amazing. So I said to him, hey, look, I got the website got the logo what do you think about joining and being the final piece of the puzzle to making this thing work and at the time Chris had a contract and I could tell there was excitement but also a reserved excitement about the idea I don't think he was gonna I mean Chris has a family he's supporting He was already in a contract. He had already built his career and had been very successful over his 17, 18 years. And to move into a services business, an agency where we were recruiting software engineers, I think was something that was a little bit different. Probably something that he never thought of. So I was working a job at the time But I felt like if I could get Chris, then this could work. I'll give him credit. If he didn't join, or if he wasn't open to it, dev talent wouldn't be a thing. So we fired up the business and kind of started a soft launch in the, you know, in the part time. And we started talking a lot more about how we're going to do this. And we both had some great ideas and The real thing that was important is that we both were in alignment that 
what we were offering was going to deliver value. And it wasn't completely different. That's the one thing about building a company a lot and sales in general. People like to buy stuff that's new and different, but not too new and different. If it's too different, if it's too new, if what you're selling is just completely foreign to the buyer, you're going to have a hard time closing the deal. It's got to be something they're used to buying that they understand. I mean, our fees, the way we work, the way we structure it are very much like every other recruitment agency out there. The difference is we got a software guy on the team. So it didn't just kick off from there. There was both a little bit of a little bit of hesitation. Chris was in a contract and he had commitments and wasn't going to walk away from that. I had recently started a full-time job. But it wasn't until I had a conversation with him and said, "Hey, look. I'm about to go all in on this. What do you think?" And he was like, "I'm ready. I'm all in." So what I did was I quit my job. It was just after Canada Day, I remember. And I came back from Canada Day and I left my job and we staggered the start. I started the business probably 6 to 8 weeks before he finished his contract and joined and I got the ball rolling and we haven't looked back since. So, if you're out there listening to this, doesn't need to happen overnight. You can take baby steps to get there, but I encourage you to pursue your passion. But first, try to talk yourself out of it. And if you can't, then just do it.